You're listening to The Hired Swords, a podcast about a chipmunk and his four companions. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Hired Swords. I am your dungeon master. My name is Michael, and I have four friends with me ready to roll some dice and kick some behind. What podcast is this? Is Blaze. Hi. Uh, He's Craig's Galder or Softened. I, I need to match I need to match your energy. Hi. Uh, I'm Blaze. I'll be playing Sofren Craig's Galdimbaroke. Chris Craig's Galderoke. That's right. I also have Derek. He's Davin Mind Strider. Good day, Gavda. That's what I thought of when he said good day. Just like he's just <laughs> nice. gonna go straight into like some typical British hillbilly. What's that called? What's the, the Cockney? That's the the word. Yeah, I like it. Brill Brillbilly. <laughs> good day. Okay. Hello, Governor. And then uh, Ash is here. She's the wonderful Gwendolyn. I am Gwendolyn, and I'm here to make everyone happy. Yay! You do. Yay. You and your buddy Dale make everyone happy. E. Mikey's also here and he plays Joxer. This energy is weird. I'm just going to throw that out there. A lot of weird energy today. I got to like be someone's honest. going on fire. I got to be honest. I didn't realize my energy was different. I wasn't trying that. This isn't intentional. Well, maybe you no, should look within a little bit more. Maybe I should reflect. Some self-reflection <laughs> might be in, in order. Um, let's just well, take this hour to meditate. Let's do it, everyone. <laughs> An hour of silence. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was trying I to harmonize, but I couldn't <laughs> pick which one. one. I couldn't, couldn't pick which one to harmonize with. <laughs> no, we were in three different keys, so good luck. Uh, when we last left off, when we last played this game of Dungeons and Dragons, we were traveling through the untouched lands found a village this village they found out was a place where spices were grown packaged and sent out to other villages a map was found that labeled these villages some of them pretty clearly some of them maybe not so clearly uh, the there was an idea that or there was it was pretty clear there were six villages kind of in this circle through the forest one of them was pretty obvious that it they were harvesting some kind of gemstones or jewelry or something and so the party said, hey, guess what? That's where we want to go next. And so they headed in the southwestern direction to get there. And in that in that travel, they happened upon a bunch of this dark uh, mist that has been very uh, a main defining characteristic of the untouched lands they've been in. Literally, the reason they're in the untouched lands is to stop this mist from spreading further. And as they walked through it, some saves were attempted, charisma saves, and failed. And there was some paralyzing activity. There was some a little bit of loss of mind where just couldn't really focus or function. And then the party decided to try to get out of here as quick as they can. So they put Joxer, no, they put Davin, <laughs> Criggs, and Gwendolyn in Joxer's brew hole. Uh, which has some space for 10 minutes. They're safe in there. After Krig summoned his steed, which was the form of, I believe, the elk, right? Is that the idea still? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the great elk. The first fight 
this party had for us nearly two years ago. And they, uh, they were, or jocks are holding his rolled up brew hole is riding down the trail, trying to get out of this mist as knowing he has 10 minutes until his friends need to come out of this. His friends are in there having saved and broken the, the, the effects of the mist on themselves. They are in there safe currently staring at, I assume spell, I assume they're staring at spell slots as he's doing whatever work he was tasked to do before Joxer left the brew hole last. What is spell slots doing in there as they watch him? Well, I think, uh, you know, before they jumped in, he was probably just making sure that everything was like settled and maybe adding a couple of ingredients here and there. After he was probably starting to do a little bit of dance. So hopping up oh. on two fingers and just kind of like entertaining. Going, them. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's he's trying to, you know, uh, I don't know, promote some uh, some friendship. Yeah, he, uh, he's he's felt a little a little awkward lately. Like maybe maybe he's not liked as much. Yeah. He has okay. feelings? Apparently. Does your does your hand have oh. feelings? No. So I mean, if you if you poke it, it doesn't hurt? Is that what you saying? Oh. oh. If you okay, cut what? me, do I not bleed? Oh man. If I trim your nails, do you not scratch worse? <laughs> 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 so the uh so you're staring at you're watching spell slots do a little jig, try to make trying to make himself seem more, I don't know, friendly or approachable. What are your thoughts on that, Davin and Gwendolyn and Kriggs? They just woke up because they would have been stunned. Yeah. True. I think we're having a nightmare or something. Just surrounded by black and all I can see is some barrels in a dancing hand. All right, don't don't panic. Uh things went a bit awry. You're okay. You're both feeling okay, right? If this this uh, a dream, I why did I feel it? I, I mean, in dreams you feel it, but th- this seems real. Just be careful. If you die in your dream, you die in real life. This, I assure you, is not a dream. You are awake. We are in the brew hole. Uh, let's just say we are running potentially for our lives. Oh. Maybe a little bit more information would be nice. Okay, okay, let's... Let me break that down. Um, do you remember much before you kind of lost uh, your, I guess, consciousness? Or you, you were a little stunned there for a minute? I, I don't remember much. It was, just, it was just painful. Right. Well, the mists... They're terrible, right? That we can we can agree with that. They, all right. So they did something to you. None of us particularly enjoyed it. Uh, we had to find a way to escape. Carmen, I guess, crapped his pants and left. Uh, really? Yeah, I did not expect that. He seemed a little tougher, but well, um, he's gone. Uh, Joxer is currently on my steed, running for all of our dear lives from whatever is happening in these these mists. Uh, you two found yourself a little bit ill in these mists, and well, here we are, uh, trying to make it to the other side of whatever this is, and doing our best to survive. All right, well, follow-up questions. So now. How long have we been in here? Oh, uh, uh, a minute. 
All right. How do we know when it's safe to get out? I'm sure we'll know whether either we are forced out or Joxer will open the the whole door and we will be able to exit safely, all arms and legs intact. All of you immediately hear as uh, as some some like, you know, glasses are try like pushed across a table in your direction. I think he's trying to drink or get us to drink is pretty on brand. Oh, this for Joxer. Do they have the same personality? Do they say do they do they share thoughts? I never even thought I think about this, this before. This is his third hand. I know how some some have third eyes. This is I'm pretty sure his third hand. I mean, I always felt like it was like a separate being, right? It's it's almost like having a little puppy, right? But it's just a hand. I thought the same thing, but he's proven time and time again some kind of control over it, and has used it in ways unexpected. Truthfully. <laughs> We shouldn't let it walk on its own. And Gwendolyn goes over and picks it up and just holds hands with it. Interlocked or like shaking it. Interdigitation. All right. Yeah. Definitely holds on a little tighter. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's okay. There's not too much we can really do in here. Maybe. Well, I just grab one of the steins of or glasses, whatever he's been pushed across and bottoms up. I suppose. So we're just going to sit here and drink while whatever chaos goes on out there, Jocks are going to I'm dying, I'm going with a, with a belly full of ale. All right. Fair enough. All right. So, so Jocks are, I need you to make one more charisma saving throw for me. All right. Got it. Got it. That went off. Okay. Uh, uh, you said charisma. So that is a 17 plus three. Great. 20. So a dirty 20. Dirty 20. So. You're riding and you feel, that's right. You feel these mists encroaching around you again and, and the, the, you start to see flashes in your mind's eye. You start to see these flashes of, it looks like there she is standing in the, in the trees over there. And then the flash goes away and you shake your head realizing that's not actually happening. This is crazy. I got to keep going. And just as you do, you break through the edge of this this mist this fog and you continue to just just uh, gallop down this trail you break into a small clearing that quickly closes back in with more trees and everything but the mist seems to be behind you with as you rode through you could tell you look back and you see uh strands i guess of this black mist reaching like it's reaching for you and then pulling itself back in like almost like tentacles and you ride through clear of this danger there is still this this darkness around and this dark mist above you swirling just like there has been but it hasn't descended in this area like it seems to have done where you just came from yeah, I imagine the moment I break through like the thick of it, I just kind of gasp for like this large amount of somewhat more fresh air. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and then as I I look back, um, I still have my little floating uh, light balls. I can't remember the, the and, orbs. Uh, yeah, the orbs. I'll uh, uh, probably if I see it lashing out at me, I'll like 
as a bonus action as I'm moving forward, just try to like put the balls in the way just to kind of give it give it something in the way. And then uh, I'm just going to bolt probably another like two or three minutes or so and at least and try to give get an idea of maybe something that's uh, maybe a safe area. Um, and then I'll, you know, uh, hop off the, the steed and and kind of put my head against it and it kind of just somber thankfulness and then uh, lay out the brew hole. Okay. So you, uh, you, you, as you continue to ride and look for a safe place, you ride for another two or three minutes before you get somewhere that looks like the, it actually seems like the, the fog above you has, is a little bit higher in this area than it was, you know, behind you. It's almost like it was, it was kind of drifting downward and then you've, you've kind of ridden out from under where it was doing that drifting. And so you are, you find a space where really it's the same as everywhere you've been. There's this very small path that seems to be old and, and worn and it kind of disappears every now and then in just kind of this guck that's on the ground, but it's easy to track and just keep going in that direction. And there it is again. But, um, so you do stay on the trail pretty easily, but you finally find a place where the trees seem to have kind of grown over and, and the, it's a very small tight area that seems to be kind of secluded and, and, and protected, but still on the trail where you can tell the right direction. So that's where you uh, see that you feel the most safest when you arrive there. Okay, you know, hop off and thank you. <laughs> can't can't say anything else. And then uh kind of lay lay it out and then poke my my head down into the hole and all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are uh, at our destination out of the fog. You just see me st- sitting there basically double fisting two steins. How do we know that it's really him? I was just kidding. Let's go. <laughs> I want out of this hole. Um, I mean, you're you're welcome to stay in there. I just don't know how well it'll go. Uh, see, you're enjoying yourself, Briggs. Hopefully, it was a it was a wonderful ride. It was terrifying up here. Uh, you had the hard part. This was, well, more enjoyable, I assume. I uh, I, uh, we we aim to please at Joxer's brew hole. I was worried about turbulence, but there was nothing. It was good. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I tried to make sure that everything in there was kind of tied down and and bolted in, but I didn't even really need to. It it definitely doesn't get affected by anything outside of that plane. I'll give you five swords on fantasy Yelp. <laughs> fantasy Yelp. <laughs> fantasy Yelp. You can just call it Felp. Oh. Uh... <laughs> I give it two fairies out of five. All right, that, I'll crawl out of the hole and look around. Clever, y'all. So clever. So clever. Yeah, I'm going to crawl out as well. Um, what does this side look like now, now that I'm kind of like re-getting my bearings back a little bit? What does it look like? Like, just what does the, the space you're in now look like? The forest? Yeah, it just looks like... Uh, it looks like it has. I mean, it's it's not any nicer for sure. You know, you see some of the trees are are growing. They seem to be a bit smaller. Uh, like they seem to be getting a little smaller. The trees do as you move forward. But uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty much the same. The ground is that icky, gooey, black uh, kind of tar-like substance. Where you're walking is a little harder, and actually, it's a little less. There's a it's a little bit less gooey on the path area than it is on the 
you know, around the trees. But uh, I'm going to telepath- telepathically ask the great elk, you didn't go, we didn't turn back, did we? You get the a negative feeling like, no, like it doesn't, it just ran, ran forward. I did what you said. All right. Well, I guess um, we're safe. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like a safe enough area for now. Uh, I guess we lost our companion, which is hopefully he's all right for now. Um, and then I'll pull out the map and see if I can kind of gauge uh, maybe some distance that we might have traveled for. I think we were heading towards the diamond. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there is <clears throat> there is no like there's no. There's a little compass on the map, but there's nothing there to show you distance, like how far things are from each other. The size of the trees to the to the size of like the opening, the area where the villages are and everything does not seem proportional. It's a hand-drawn map, right? So it kind of seems like there there's as good a chance that this is completely just a, a rough attempt at a map. Uh, there's as good a chance of that as there is you know, it is a very well-made, <laughs> uh, you know, really nice kind of situation. It's it's hard to tell uh, which it is just just from looking, but you definitely so you you just can't really tell how far you should be going because there's really no landmarks or anything on here to kind of give you an idea of you're halfway, a quarter of the way, almost there. You you don't really know. Um. Yes it it definitely looks like we're going in the the correct direction, which is away from the fog. And toward the diamond, right? Yeah. Such confidence. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's, there's not really a diamond that I can see out here. I, I, we, 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 I know we went away from the herb area and headed in this direction and i didn't veer and it looks like there's there's an, a path so i think we just have to follow um you see gwendolyn kind she's kind of behind the group uh, she's a little nervous going through this and she licks her finger and puts it up uh, does she feel any wind i assume not but she's nothing, going to anyways nothing at all um what was i gonna say I mean, if Joxer says it's this way, I mean, we can trust him. I just, I cannot, I have no sense of direction in in this land. Somebody can make a survival check. I want to do it. Do it. Yeah, I was going to say, that probably shouldn't be me. Yeah, I don't think I'm great at those either. First roll of the night. You can't be great at everything, guys. It's okay. Uh, Four plus nine. 13 i'd like to assist her if i could with the map just kind of pointing yes, out yes, 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 yes. if you'd allow me to give her a help action yeah roll again and call that advantage gwendolyn okay okay oh, no, i got caught under something oh, yeah, no. likely story how's a one plus a nine <laughs> <laughs> worse. advantage is not always good <laughs> it's worse so you Looking around, you're trying as hard as you can to kind of make out some symbol, some signal of what direction is what, right? And and you're used to, mm-hmm. in the forest, 
pretty simple, right? It's pretty, for you, it's pretty easy. You know which direction, like which side of the trees the moss grows on in different parts of the forest you, in different seasons. You can look up and see the sun or the stars and use that. Uh, you can even tell the direction leaves grow in and what during what time of the year because the where the sun you know spends most of its time. So there are ways that you know there seems to be very little in this area with, with what is left of this forest. There's very little for you to read to tell what direction you're heading. You get a sense that you still have your back to where you were just because of your sense of direction is pretty good. So you think, okay. but you're unsure that you're heading south, which is where you th you're pr where you want to be heading. But you're only 60% sure about that. I, I say Jadroxer leads the way, and then she just kind of just stands there. She doesn't know what else to say. Well, I'm... I can definitely keep uh, keep the front and and uh, we'll we'll get there eventually. All right. Any direction is a direction. I'm gonna hop on the elk. Just say, in, in, anyone want to ride? I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah, I kind of just want to walk now, and she kind of holds her arm. Okay, you guys continue to walk in that direction, and as you do, the the forest continues to get just change a little bit. And, and and it's still the same dark, kind of dank, musty feeling. It still smells a little rotten, like everything's a little spent, right? A little old. And But you do notice the trees seem to be getting a little smaller as you go. Not unnaturally so, just they're not as big and, and impressive. And it looks like they never were. It doesn't look like this they look the same as far as the impact the the corruption in this area has had on them but they definitely look like they've just always been a little smaller you also notice that the ground at your feet as you walk on the path gets a little more firm if you stray from the path at all those who are not on a steed if you stray from the path at, path at all your feet do sink a little more but slightly less than they do than they were up where you were and uh, you continue walking, and uh, eventually the darkness gets to be to where even the orbs that you have are barely giving off a dim enough light for you guys to see what's ahead of you. And it is now, you get the sense that it is close to nighttime. It's at least evening. You feel like it probably darkness comes early in the day up here because of just the nature of the sky being covered in this dark fog. It's definitely getting dark enough that seeing and continuing to see your way and to find the broken parts of this trail might be a little more difficult. So would you guys like to continue or maybe settle down for a little while? Um, it looks looks like it's getting a little bit darker. We, we could wait and uh, I don't know, maybe... Maybe someone will catch up with us, but I'm not super hopeful. Uh, we... uh, I think waiting might be a good idea. It, another run-in with the mist like we had in the dark would not be very advantageous for any of us. I, I just worried, what if we're being watched? I mean... It'd be like any other just... day at this point. 
I, I mean, maybe. Just, you see Gwendolyn getting more anxious. She doesn't like this place. Well, I mean, I would love to just get there tonight, but I don't know if we have any idea how close we are, if we are even going the right direction. So uh, yeah, I think we I, need to stop. I'm I'm with you on that one. I I, I would love to just tr- trudge through if, if we knew a little bit more about where we were going, but I I don't think it's worth the risk. Well, I guess it's as good a place as any to stop then, right? Yeah. Um, I, I'll try and, I don't know, maybe we can set up a fire of some sort and see what we can, we can manage. Why think, haven't we put firewood in your brew hole? We did take some of it from earlier. I mean, sure, some, but like, we've had plenty of opportunity. We could have just stacked that thing full. Come on. I mean, yeah, there's definitely some storage on the the edges, and I wouldn't mind, you know, even stepping on some to an extent, but, you know. I just keep grumbling about this as I'm actually looking around and trying to figure out a way to, like, lay down camp here. What do you mean? Our our preparedness leaves a lot to be desired for. Well, sometimes even obvious things don't seem obvious when they're not obvious. You don't say. (laughs) I, um, I'm not sure that any of us really prepared to be in a muddy bog of darkness. And <laughs> I agree. And, and uh, I'm, I'm just, I mean, yes, we could have prepared a little bit more, but even, even some of the areas before, I don't think would even take wood, even if it was dry. All right. Well, we have some wood. We'll, we'll set it up. We'll get the fire started and get a bit early, I suppose. Joxer, I have, a, I have a feeling you're going to be watching tonight. Yeah, I, I just, I just have no need for for any sleep anymore. That's Can we talk about just, that for a second? Like, what is going on with that? You haven't slept in like a week. Maybe more at this point. Probably way more. I, it, it's interesting. We, after we uh, fought that plant monster. I don't know. I had I had a couple of visions that and that night, and and I I just uh, it's it's like I'm not meant to miss anything that's happening around me anymore. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't I, understand it either. So if well, well, I imagine, can see the future. Well, no, only the present. But how much present do we miss in the time that we sleep? Yeah, that sounds so boring. Well, I mean, even when you're awake, you miss at least 50% of what's behind you, right? Or 100% of what's behind you, that's 50% of what's around you. And then imagine the 100% that you do whenever your eyes is closed. So, But what of dreams? What do you need dreams for when you have this vast world of, well, little... (laughs) Some of my best plans and <laughs> some of my best plans for battle came from dreams, inspiration, and I'm I'm not wrong to be worried about you. I'm not going to ever stand by that. But I can't understand your magics, just like I'm sure none of you can quite understand mine. So I'm not one to question what you're capable of. I can understand Davin's concern, though. I and. I I do understand. I I can't I can't say I specifically asked for it, but 
I'm not upset with uh, just having having the ability to to not miss the things that I mean just a a night where you know a, a ghost decides to sneak up on us I I just feel like I've been blessed with something that at least gives us a little bit of an upper hand whenever it comes to the places we've been at this point I just want to make sure it's it's an actual blessing and not you in paranoia or obsession, just forcing yourself to stay awake. Uh, I can definitely say that I'm not forcing myself to stay awake. I, I, I just don't, I can't, that feeling of tiredness doesn't really, doesn't really come over my mind. My body still gets exhausted and I need to kind of rest it, but my my mind is is always clear. All right. I mean, I like the rest, so I'm not going to complain about not having to take a watch. Well, I, if you're up for it, it but if you ever, ever feel like you need to sleep, I'll, I'll let you rest and watch out. I very much appreciate it, and anybody who is feeling restless can can also join me if they want to in in that respect. Oh, oh, I think this is yours. And Gwendolyn finally looks at her hand after the whole day, not realizing that she's had another hand on her. <laughs> <laughs> and she oh. un- unlocks her hands and hands it. Spell slots. I- Spell slots. I'm sure he was he was happy to uh, have someone else to spend some time with. Thank you. I'll put my hand out You're and welcome. let him crawl up my shoulder. It was nice to hold someone or thing. <laughs> yeah, or thing. Hi. It is interesting, for sure. Some one thing. Thing? That would have been a good name for him. Uh, Just just seemed overdone. I don't know. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... I was going to say, well, let's eat and go to bed. I was going to say, so you guys eat and go to bed. (laughs) So it's uh, time to progress the story. Let's go. (laughs) Let's move forward in our conversation. Uh, Awesome. So as you guys uh, start to settle in, uh, Davin and Craig's, you... You know, you're you're kind of in a spot where, you know, the the trees are, you know, there's like I said, it's smaller. You can see where some of them have toppled over, fallen over. You actually notice that some roots ha- kind of climb across the top of the ground instead of being underground. Many of the roots here are visible uh, underneath you, and uh, yeah, so you start to settle in, finding finding yourself a spot uh, to do that. Joxer, you're going to be taking watch. Uh, yeah. So yeah. go ahead and roll a D100 for me. Anyone Ooh. else have anything to say or that you're doing or anything before you? No, Gwendolyn probably just found a, a spot nearby uh, and I'm laid down using... on the ground, even though it's gross. <laughs> that one and then... I probably took one. a little bit of time and I kind of wrote some notes in that uh, herbalist journal that I have just kind of about where we're at and try to document a little bit and things like that. That'll be a 64. A 64. A 64 for you. All right. So you guys continue. You begin your resting and you start to sleep. And Joxer, you're sitting and just kind of looking around. Make a perception check as you do so. Uh, You go several hours into the night. Okay, that one's pretty good. So perception, oh, only plus one. Uh, 17 plus one, that'll be an 18. 
Okay, so as you sit looking for any sign of life or any sign of danger, you see the the darkness is closer in the trees around you. And once again, you get that same kind of feeling like you're this, it's closing in on you, this mist that has been so just prevalent in your travels up here. It's, it's like, oh, there it is again. Like it's continuing. It seems to be more and more frequent now that you encounter this stuff. It doesn't seem to be approaching or coming all the way to the camp, but it's almost like it's flowing and swirling around the trees and around you. And you just kind of watch it through the night. And as you're watching it, make a, just a straight, no, make an insight check for me. Yeah, that'll be a eight plus five. So 13. Okay. So it's swirling and you're trying to, you just, you kind of think, I need to see, are there patterns here? Is this look like you're looking for life kind of, and it looks more like, it looks more like a, a storm, like a thunderstorm rolling in than it, and just consuming anything that it comes near. It looks more like that than it does a creature trying to like hunt or find anything. But that's the only thing you think is it just reminds you of watching thunderstorms kind of roll in from a distance. And just as quickly as you realize you were surrounded by this stuff, it seems to have dissipated a little bit more and it's not as thick around you. It was it's back to where it was before kind of this started happening. That uh does that kind of detail that it's starting to become the morning, or is that just it seems to have receded because maybe it didn't find something to snack on? It, right now it seems to have receded. It seems hmm. to have not encroached into the camp area there, but it has backed itself away now for some reason. Um might might throw uh, my little my little orbs, uh, dancing lights, to uh, kind of borders at least for um, where I think the darkness is at least. Um, so if it starts to like encroach past the lights, that would be kind of a detail for me to jump into. Great, the boundary kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. a perimeter. Awesome. Okay, so you kind of sit for the rest of the night watching, and there's not any encroaching you know fog anymore and the silence is kind of the worst part it's kind of the worst thing as you just sit and listen to nothing except maybe Krigs over there snoring hey, maybe your pardon yeah maybe i said maybe that's that's up to you for sure is this Krigs <laughs> snore i don't know let me roll on it okay that's an 11 what do you say I say that about eleven every eleven minutes you hear <laughs> like that, nice. and uh, it's not real deep like sawing logs, but there's little you know, and then you you definitely hear Ash or not Ash Gwendolyn actually, you hear Gwendolyn every now and like then an just man. say something to somebody talking in her sleep or something. Oh, hmm. some body thing. Oh. And uh, so every now and then you hear little things like that. But other than that, the night's quiet, too quiet, as they say. The morning comes, 
probably later than you probably realize it later than when the sun had actually started coming up. You, f- you do feel like the days are short here just because the light goes, comes late and leaves early. But, uh, probably, feel like it's uh, probably time to wake up. Yeah. I'll, I'll stretch and then, uh, close my little ritual book, which I've been kind of writing notes in as, as the, uh, you know, night went on. All right. All right, everyone. Let's, let's get this show on the road. All right. Mm. Oh, good. It's morning, probably. It's probably, yes. Uh, Davin's just kind of real somber this morning. He just seems like he's tired of this whole thing. So he gets up and he just packs up his stuff and uses the wand to make some food real quick and just picks them up and starts eating it as he's ready to go. Um, I'll kind of kick Craig's since he's being a little quieter than normal. Hey, you didn't die on me, did you? Yes. Uh, I'm not carrying you. I didn't ask you to. Just roll him into the hole and fold it up and we'll get going. I'm up, I'm up. Gwendolyn's probably still talking to people in her sleep. I'm not waking her this time, it's one of you. Uh, I'll do it. I'm gonna walk over and, uh... I told you I didn't, this isn't... Why? why? Just... Go ahead, go ahead. I, I don't see why... Who are you? When? No. I'm gonna look back at the guys, kind of shrug. Like it's not working. Okay, great. Here we go. Responsible for. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach into my pouch and get out just a little tiny like blacksmithing tools, kind of like a a a a set of tongs, basically. And I'm gonna use it to like stretch out and like start tapping her shoulder with it. Gwen, Gwen. I I get your paw off of me. I don't think that you should... Why? I look back. <sighs> Gavin just shakes his head and he waves his hands and I'm going to mold earth right underneath her so it raises up and just rolls her over. Okay. And raises up. Back. When that when that happens, I'd startling, I just fall backwards <laughs> onto my butt. So like I'm standing up or I, or I was on like an altar no, and I I'm, fell off? Yeah, I like rolled up and it's like you were on a hill and rolled too close to the edge and you roll down and kind of kind of hit the ground a little bit hard as it came up quickly. I mean, I didn't make it like 10 feet tall or anything, but, you know, just sure. enough to get her to roll a couple times oh, over. I see. Ow! Gwen, it's time to get up. I, I see that. I tried oh, the yeah. nice way. I don't know She's what it asleep. is at the I'm ground joking. around here. This is... <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I... She sees the mound. Uh, I... Ground around here does some crazy things. I thought I doesn't matter. Uh, Are we ready? Um, I'm ready. It looks like uh, Davin's been packing for you know the last four hours, so we're good. I haven't been ready for days. I guess I'm good enough. Just everyone, keep in mind we're walking toward diamonds. Whatever that means, maybe we'll get lucky. Get a little pep in my step. I'm ready. I'll take some of that leftover water before we leave and I'll throw it into like, uh, you know, the brew hole so that I could use it for other things. I've heard diamonds pair quite well with peppercorns. I mean, you're not, you're not eating the diamonds, right? Uh, you don't know what us dwarves do. I just want Anyways, to make sure. Let's carry on. <laughs> I think that All might right. be one of the most common lines in this show. You don't know what us dwarves do. 
<laughs> it's true. Davin doesn't really know anything about dwarves. You don't know us dwarves. <laughs> so, I crush diamonds in my cereal every morning. Dry it and eat them with the chocolate almond milk. All right. So, not well, you, that's because <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. It's a dwarf thing. You wouldn't know. You don't know dwarves. You have cows growing up. <laughs> yeah, dude. How do you how do you raise cattle in a cave? You don't. That's the answer. So I never thought about that. As you uh, move, move, continue to go out of a move from the from where you were camping towards the uh, back towards the path and start heading south. Uh, you walk for a good solid several hours, and the ground starts to feel almost hard like stone i mean there's definitely like what was once regular dirt and earth beneath you but it feels solid you can almost you can like kind of hear your footsteps now where before they were so cushioned by this goo on the path that you couldn't um roll a d100 for me whoever would like someone else i don't have a hundred some with me i I don't want to every time i do can't find my dime out there i rolled a one tonight i don't want to roll uh, minus a nine. I rolled a nine. All right. Did you say D100? So, yeah. I did. I got so a as you, double zero and a nine. You continue to walk. And as you are walking forward, the mist behind you starts to stretch towards you like it's getting closer and closer and you kind of look behind you all kind of can look behind yourselves every couple seconds and you feel like it's right there like it's right about to overtake you and so you maybe you speed up a little bit and then it feels like it's right there again just keeps getting closer but you you don't ever it never doesn't it doesn't ever seem to catch you but it's just ever increasingly closer and I need everyone to make a charisma saving throw for me as this is happening. What? It's my worst one. It's my best one. I'm good. 19. 18 minus 2, 16. 23. What'd you roll? I want to hear the numbers. 19 plus 2. I love numbers. 20. Oh, actually, that was a 19 plus 1. So 20. Dirty 20. All right. So. Can't do math. That's 21. So as you guys. As you guys start to walk, like go continue, you, you're able to kind of keep your calm as as the, the I each of you kind of think, should we start running away from this? Like, should we need to get out of here? And then you're like, no, 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 it's it's not catching us. Let's just keep going. So you kind of keep walking forward. But continue, it still continues to just be right on your tail the whole time. Like it's just following you closer and closer and closer as you continue down the path. And so you walk uh, down the path for a ways. Again, the, the ground now feels like you're walking on, this pathway feels like you're walking on solid rock. Like the ground here is solid and you start to go up in elevation as you're walking. You're almost climbing at this point. Not, okay, that was an exaggeration. You're what? not almost climbing, but you're walking <laughs> upwards and, uh, and you're going uphill uh, a ways. And, uh, if in the, the earth beneath you, the ground beneath you is is no longer really a trail as much as it's almost just really worn steps that were once probably more 
like better hewn and more nicely carved into the, this this rock face that it seems that you're walking on now. But uh, it doesn't. But you don't. It, as you look to your right and to your left, you see fewer trees. The trees you do see are smaller, much smaller. And you kind of everybody make a nature check for me now. Okay. Oh great, my favorite okay. thing Just to roll based on everything you're looking at. Um, the 14. It's one of my worst rolls. 19 minus 1, 18. Uh, 3. 16. 6 plus 15. 21. Oh. Great. Get wrecked. You, get a, you have a plus 15 to nature? No, I have a plus 6. Plus 6. Oh, 15 plus 6. Yeah. You said 6 plus 15, so the, that confused I, me. I had a 3 plus 0. The only thing Davin six. knows is that nature exists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Craig's, a thing. I've heard. I had uh, fourteen. So, uh, and Craigs, you both, uh, you you know, it makes sense to you. You've experienced this that you're kind of getting a little bit higher elevation, not a ton, but a little bit higher elevation, and so that would make the trees to grow smaller and, and not be as tall. Gwendolyn, you realize a lot of different aspects here. Number one, the roots are climbing across the top of the the surface of the ground here, meaning there there's not a lot of depth for them to go to, which would then not allow these trees to grow very tall. And and you get the idea that you are on some sort of large system of stone and rock, some sort of uh, hill or mountain that is mostly ground stone beneath this this uh, thin layer of surface, you know, ground and. Uh, so it's pretty clear to you as you continue to walk forward that you're you're climbing this bit of a hill and you're you're underneath you is is a a rock stone uh ground beneath you when she just stops and she just touches the ground you know i might be crazy but i think we are going up in elevation a little bit i feel like we're Walking sideways, the, the ground's different. Is this does this feel a little bit more at home for you, Kriggs? <sighs> Not entirely, but I do like stone. Is there anything I, specific yeah. about the stone? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, with your nature check, you rolled. Uh, you you look and you you stop. It is black. It's hard to know for sure if it's black because if it always has been or if whatever is causing this this corruption here is has caused it to be that way. But yeah, it is it is black stone. Uh, what happens like, like you've never seen really. What happens if I rub my hand across it? Do I have residue? There is a little like a like a tar substance as you wipe across and the okay. But the stone beneath it still looks black. Again, maybe stained by this stuff, or maybe it's just, uh, maybe it's the, the, maybe the stone just is black like that. All right. Well, I cast Power Washer. I'm joking. All right. Great. You start <laughs> um, a business and put a sign in your front yard. I want to keep the residue that's on my hand, and I'm kind of going to play with it. Just, Dale, I have never seen anything like this, and she just, she she remembers it. She doesn't know. Because this is the same substance that was in the trees. Make a history check. Uh-oh. Seven plus two. Nine. 
it sure seems like it. It's it doesn't seem to be as tacky and sticky as that stuff was. But I mean, it is okay. it is the same exact like almost lack of light black, right? It's not it's like darkness, not even a color. She's just going to talk to Dale. I, I don't know. What, what is this made of? And as they keep walking. Well, uh, at least I, for one, kind of prefer not having my feet in sludge. Uh, some kind of silver lining, I guess. I'll take anything. I'm going to look back behind us. Uh, if we've gone up an elevation, have can you, I look back and see like tree lines or is it just darkness? What do I see? Yeah, uh, you turn around and look behind you and you definitely see that you're now standing not quite above the tree line. You haven't climbed up that much, but you're you're definitely like halfway up and you can see as far as you can see this billowing blackness above you. There's certain pockets of it, though, that you see that look like they are descending and swirling and then scooping back up uh, and uh, make a perception check besides that. Okay. 18 plus perception is one. 19. Yeah, so you see a couple areas where the black mist has descended and it seems to be like this this cloud forms just like all the way to the ground and all the way up to the sky and it's all one big piece. And as you look up and look at the sky, you can see where it's it's like the swirling and the, the, the pieces of, of, of darkness, they all connect to each other and they seem to have this like slightly less thick black mist or fog on the edges of it. But it's like there's the core of it kind of in the middle that kind of reaches out and drops and then pulls up and reaches out and drops and then pulls back up. And that's kind of the vibe you get just looking at the above you as you look over and there's no it's it's hard to make out any kind of pattern or any sense of like um any sense of life or anything like that like kind of like what i was telling joxer but it definitely you definitely see that this is one large and and it goes as further than you can even see in every direction as you look i really do hate it here i guess all we just can keep going right yeah, um, do we still see kind of like a path of some sort, or are we just kind of full blind? Yeah, you're walking up sta- stairs, like steps, full-on carved steps. They're kind of dilapidated and worn by whatever has caused this, but they're, they've definitely survived. This dark, this hard stone has kept them. So you're you're kind of actually more aware that you're on a path now than you kind of have been for a while, so. Yeah, I mean, we. this is... <sighs> Just keep going, I guess. All right. So you guys keep walking, and you walk up these steps, and it levels off to a more of a ramp kind of walk. And the trees, you seem to be kind of getting to this the top section of whatever this hill was, and the trees start to be more prevalent here. And uh, the roots still grow, kind of stretching across the tops of the ground, it kind of makes it still easy to see your trail because the roots don't grow over where this this trail has been worn. It grows right up to it, and the, the roots just kind of pour over the ground, stretching across, connecting all these trees to each other as far as you can see. And you walk through this opening in the middle, this pathway, 
and you find yourself finally walking up to a clearing. The trees open up in this clearing, and as you look ahead of you, you see the silhouettes of buildings in the distance. Just as the light's starting to go out, you can see large buildings, the silhouettes of these large buildings, all made, it seems like, from a significant, some sort of significant stone-like substance, like stone structures that you're looking at. You see over to the left side, a large contraption that looks like a big, large post with another post sticking off the top of it with something dangling from that post. Huge, gigantic. And you walk a little further and, and you get through where the trees were and you can see a giant pit in the center of the ground stretching hundreds of feet in diameter. These buildings sit on the edge and some of them look like they're on ground that goes down into this pit until finally you can just see the roofs of the buildings as you look down into the pit. And beyond the pit a little ways, you see a couple of very tall statues. They look like people. And as you kind of look and you're looking over this horizon, you're seeing all of this. You start to notice a few glowing eyes again here. Over to your right, there's a group of them, five or six. There's a couple over to your left in the trees. They blink a couple times and they're gone. But you think you found the gemstone village. That's where we'll leave the episode. What the heck? Who's Jim Stone and how did he get his own village? Oh man, good call. Good God. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Hired Swords. Really hope you enjoyed it and uh, really glad that we're able to get these back out again. I know it's been a journey, but we're so very glad that you've stuck in there with us. And again, thank you so much for listening. See you in the wilds.